Hello, you are listening to Avilion of Podcast, Episode 7, Microsoft Patch Tuesday for May 2020, comments from VM vendors, promising stuff for phishing, troubles with SharePoint, and lulls with Visual Studio. This will be my third Microsoft Patch Tuesday report in video and audio format. And for the third time in a row, Microsoft has addressed over 100 vulnerabilities. With my Microsoft Patch Tuesday parser, it was possible to generate a report almost on the same day. But of course, it takes much more time to describe the vulnerabilities manually. Last time, I complained that different vulnerability management vendors release completely different reports for Microsoft Patch Tuesday. This time, I decided that it's not a bug, but a feature. I upgraded my script to not only show vulnerabilities, but also show how these vulnerabilities were mentioned in the reports of various vulnerability management vendors, Nessus, Qualys, Rapid7 and Zero Day Initiative. In my opinion, it seems pretty useful. In the old report, we can see that there are no vulnerabilities actively used in attacks. There are 8 vulnerabilities that Microsoft considers more likely to be exploited. We see the types of these vulnerabilities and what products they affect, but all other details should be googled. And here my script adds comments about vulnerabilities from the vendors and highlights vulnerabilities that were mentioned or not mentioned. We can see right away that Rapid7 recommends paying attention to remote code execution in Internet Explorer, although other vendors ignore this vulnerability. According to W3Counter, the current Internet Explorer 11 share is less than 2%. But on the other hand, it can still be used in some organizations to access legacy systems. And so this vulnerability may be exploited in targeted attacks. Tenable pays attention to remote code execution in Microsoft graphics components. Quote, the attacker would need to utilize social engineering tactics to convince a user to open a specially crafted file. Finally, the DI claims that VB script remote code execution is especially interesting because, quote, doesn't involve some form of user interaction. Agree that looking at Microsoft Patch Tuesday vulnerabilities in this way is much more fun. Regarding the elevation of privilege, ZDI claims that Windows graphic component elevation of privilege is a real exploitable thing. Tenable mentions vulnerabilities of this type in Windows kernel. These were all more likely to be exploited vulnerabilities, according to Microsoft. What about other vulnerabilities? Let's see the large groups of vulnerabilities in the same product. Strictly speaking, there is only one product, Microsoft SharePoint, with a bunch of different vulnerabilities. The rest are elevation of privileges in Windows components that no vulnerability management vendor mentions. But they write a lot about SharePoint, especially about remote code executions. Three of the four remote code executions involve upload a malicious application package to exploit the vulnerabilities, while the other involves uploading a malicious page. In short, if you use SharePoint in your organization, you need to patch again. And what about the remaining vulnerabilities in various products? Of course, the remote code executions that can be used in phishing attacks are most interesting. These are vulnerabilities in Microsoft Color Management, Edge, PDF, and Excel. Vendors paid a lot of attention to remote code executions in Visual Studio Code Python extension. But, in my opinion, this is just a funny case. It's unlikely that attacks that require opening a specially crafted file or repository with malicious code in Visual Studio Code will be massive. It's also worth noting the remote code execution vulnerability in Windows. The DI guys write that, quote, the only thing keeping this from being critical is the fact that 
that the attacker needs a domain user account for the specially crafted request to succeed. This makes the bug a prime target for insider threats, as well as penetration testers looking to expand their foothold in a target enterprise. Among denial-of-service vulnerabilities, the most promising is denial-of-service in TLS. An attacker send a malicious client key exchange message to TLS client or server during a handshake. This flaw can cause the target system to stop responding or automatically reboot. Memory corruption in media foundation is in fact remote code execution that can allow full system access to an attacker. Among many elevation of privilege vulnerabilities, vendors pay attention to the EOP in Microsoft Edge and Windows Remote Access Common Dialog. Among other vulnerabilities, they mention cross-site scripting in Microsoft Active Directory Federation Services and spoofing in Microsoft Edge. That's all for the main Microsoft Page Tuesday vulnerabilities. Talking about all the vulnerabilities, the proof of concept for previous month's remote code execution in Microsoft SharePoint was demonstrated by ZDI. Quote, you can download all the necessary files to try this yourself. Windows SMB version 3 client-server remote code execution vulnerability now has proof of concept by Recherka Security. The code is still not available. And nothing new for LNK file processing and mysterious Windows remote code execution from February. Thank you for your time. Please subscribe and leave your comments. The full text will these links is available on avilionov.com. You can also watch the video version of this episode on my YouTube channel.